Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy. And... Bakey. Hey, Bakey. Yeah, Will is... All right, Will is sick today. Is he really sick? Okay, 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 so let's let's talk about. We've had a couple conspiracies because with this whole, I'm sure we'll talk about it. But this whole Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, Pink, Pinkett, Pinkett, mm-hmm. Pinkett. Okay, her Pink, Pinkett. Yeah, Pinkett, Pinky. Uh, and whether or not it's real or not, there's a bigger conspiracy, and that is is Will actually sick? So number one, he said he posts in this thread that he's not going to be here today because he's quote sick. Okay? Yeah. He then goes out and gets candy. <gasps> yeah, and it just so happens to be that that there was the Oscars last night, apparently. And I don't know if you know this about Will. He loves the Oscars. Oh, and wow. Gra- and not the Grammys. What's the other one about CMAs. TV shows? No, no. no. Just about <laughs> movies. and sh- Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Mm. Yeah, he likes the Golden Globes. He loves the Oscars. And, um, and he told me his temperature was 101. I'm like, that's not even sick. Point six. Point six. Yeah, it's like me being like, I'm five four and a half. Like, like, what are you counting points for? But babies, babies typically run a temperature of a hundred. Do you know those? Yeah, it has to be over a hundred. Yeah. To truly count, I guess. To even count a sick. Yeah, they tell it to you. They write that on all so the papers. So Will, Will, yeah, Will's one hundred one, barely above a baby, <laughs> and look at him. Barely above a baby. Barely above a baby. He's a lot bigger than a baby. He so is. He should be that fine. Count, right? He should be fine. He should be here right now working, but no, he's at home eating his candy. So my thought was he just was probably tired from his long, long weekend away. And probably, Why can't he just say that? I mean, you, he should be able to. He, he should sh- feel he should feel safe enough to say that. He should. He should be like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm tired. I just need to sleep in. I've done so much traveling and had so much fun. I just need Rest to take a day off jammies. from all the fun that I've had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what he should have said. Well, let's hope it doesn't get serious and get past 101.6, right? Yeah. Yeah. 101.6. Yeah. Stop uh, eating the jelly beans, Will. So You'll feel better. If if he does indeed have a fever, he should not be going out to get candy. So what? just just a public oh. service announcement to the <laughs> citizens of Milton, your local pastors going out, germing up the places, stay, stay. wherever you can get jelly beans. Make sure you sanitize after you go there. So, so I have a theory. Yeah. Oh, Bakey's got a theory too. Let's yeah. hear it. My theory on it is that Will thought he was posting too much from the weekend and that <gasps> he actually got that while he was in Ohio. Okay. Also, while getting sick in Ohio, but he got the candy in Ohio. Okay. And so then he got back and was like, I've already shared so much, so I'm just going to, you know, not overload everyone at one point in time, yeah. but share, you know, it's Sunday afternoon. I'm not feeling the greatest, but yeah, I got some candy this weekend. So you think maybe he hit up a candy factory this weekend? Yes. And he's just maybe, you know, like sharing now that he has the greatest He's sitting on his couch not doing anything. He's like, I exactly. want to let people know all the fun that I had. Yeah. Before yeah. getting sick. Before, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's a theory. A lot of theories going around like right now. Better. I like it. Um, all right. So, hey. hey. Um, today's Monday. It is. A lot of stuff has went on the last week since we were last year. Were we here last week? A ton of week? things. There's been a lot of controversy since. Were we here last week? Uh, yeah, we were here. Yeah. Okay. Ton yeah. of controversy going Ton. around. Um, so apparently Will Smith beat up somebody last night at the Grammys. Apparently. Was it Grammys? I don't, like, no one even cares about the show. It was the Oscars. Oscars. The no Oscars. one cares about the show, which is why they did it. Let's yeah. let's be real. This was staged. So, Jeremy, if, so let me get... I was talking about this earlier. I've been convinced. You think it was staged? I saw... I, look, I saw a slow-mo video where he peers at... The Chris Rock 
peers at the corner of his uh, at the camera and smiles, and then Will Smith turns around smiling and then gets that mean mug. So like, yeah, I kind of do. You think it was? I kind of do. I, I could see that, like, just to kind of make a. It's like all time low. No one cares about it. Okay. Because they watch they they award movies. Some artsy fartsy movies that no one, no one really yeah. care about those movies. Yeah. Whenever, like, I was doing a survey and it was asking me about like who was going to win, and I was like, I don't even, I've never even heard of these movies. Like, right. I don't even know where they yeah, showed them. Of, yeah. No, I was going to ask. So, if somebody said something like that to your wife, oh yeah, would you react in the same way? No. But that doesn't mean that you I would take him out back afterwards. Well, so, not on camera. So here's what I would do. I would. I'm going to be honest with you. If someone made fun of my wife publicly like that, um, it would take everything in me. Not to get up and go in front of them and do that, right? right. I wouldn't want to do that. I don't want a lawsuit. Um, but I, I would struggle with being like, no, I want to hurt them when no one's watching. And right. typically, just to kind of tell you how dark my mind goes, since you asked. Oh, um, here's Danny Darko. Yeah, Here we go. Yeah, here's the dark rabbit hole. So <laughs> like, I, I tend, when I get like bitter and, and vengeful, which is something I really struggle with, Like, I want, I want someone to slowly feel the pain. And I want them to beg for forgiveness. So I would want to hurt some. I would want. I, it would go through my dark brain and my dark heart. And I realize this is not okay, which is why we're called to captivate our thoughts and bring them to the Lord. And something I have to do. I, if someone disrespected my wife or my children, I would. I would want to. I would want them to slowly feel in regret everything that they had ever they said. Did. That that anything ever came. Not out just about. what they said yeah. about your loved one, right. but. Anything that Life. they ever said or done that was wrong, <laughs> like, I would want to hurt them, them in a horrible way. You want to regret being alive. Yeah, so on, like you know, what I might, I would confront them afterwards, um, but obviously not violently. I think that's silly. That's not a way yeah. to handle it. Um, though it is weird that he says to, and I said this to Baker and in the, in the, today too that he says he said don't you said get your my wife's name out of your mouth. Uh, that wasn't exactly what he said. You know, exactly. That was the paraphrased version, but. But this is odd because they have an open marriage. Yeah, but he's still defending but, her. No, but, th- you know, I'm just saying, like, Jada, Jada, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> There's a lot of theories behind I'm just saying Jada Beacon Smith is, is, her mouth is on other people. So? Well, I'm just, like, that didn't bother him before. You know, he, he's but those worried. people probably aren't disrespecting his boss. Well, of course they are. An open marriage means they're having sex with well, her. okay, uh, besides that fact. Well, that's okay? pretty disrespectful. It <laughs> is, but they <laughs> have agreed to do that. I'm not saying well, it's a right or he's wrong disrespecting thing, because it is then. wrong. He's, he's disrespecting it is, his but wife. I'm just saying, when did he start caring about his wife being disrespected? The public uh, acknowledgement that she was bald? Which you don't make fun of someone's baldness, especially if it's out of a disease. Right. Or anyone's baldness, even if it's not. If I go bald because I'm just a, I've become an old man, I don't want people making fun of me about yeah. that. That's not nice. But I'm just saying there's some irony in that I think he disrespects his wife by encouraging her to sleep okay. with other men. Well, that was not what I asked. <laughs> I'm, I'm just pointing it out. There's a little hypocrisy. So, Baker, did you have the same feelings that it was that it was staged? At first I didn't, but then I kind of got to that point because of the fact of the movie that he won the award for is also for that purpose, too, that it's someone defending their family. So it's like... Oh, okay. I could see that kind of playing kind of stage into based oh. on the fact of the same award Ooh, being the best actor that's for good. that movie Dude, in and, that role. And the insult was pretty minor, right? It was referencing a movie that Jada Pinky Smith was in called G.I. Jane. Yeah. Her and Demi Moore were. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew Demi Moore. I, and I think she was in it. 
I don't know. I never saw the movie. I, it sounded no lame either. to begin with, so I never went and saw it. All right, well. But that's the rabbit. Did you see G.I. Jane? I'm getting... Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Why? Why did you spend money on that movie? I think my mom made me watch it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody went and saw that movie on purpose. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't see it in theaters. Like, we rented it. Like, yeah. the movie gallery or whatever. Yeah. It was oh, back in the day. No thanks. Okay, so that was one of the, you know... Dra- it, was a, it was a small jab. It wasn't... I'm just saying, like, the guys that usually do that, that, that especially Chris Rock, usually make bigger jabs than that never get yeah. punched for it I mean, well i so in, in my opinion like it probably it wasn't like the worst thing he could have said yeah but her response was like See, she what, seemed really offended by it yes. you know what i mean like if you so i i didn't i'm not on social media right now so oh, like yeah. i went and i was on wsaz's app and of course they have it on there because you know um this is big news um and i went back and watched the video on there and her her re- her reaction to it seemed like she was very offended and hurt by it um right. I, so and let, yeah. let, so here's the crazy part and i know this isn't what we're talking about no it's not. <laughs> this but is not even close to the topic we that are. we're doing but but here's the crazy part heather is that it was brought to my attention by an individual uh josh uh if you're listening it was brought to me by you and then i josh saw like, tucker uh, and then it was brought okay. to me in my news feed that, um, by, by uh, somebody that I listened to that that this Saturday, there was much bigger news than this. Yeah. Like what, like, like what Joe Biden said about Russia. Did you hear that? No, I don't. I, I'm not trying to get political. No, I didn't actually. But like he, he talked about how the policy of America needs to be regime change and that we, like, we need to basically force Putin to step down from president and remove him. Like – like why isn't that blowing up my newsfeed versus and, and I don't think there's a conspiracy with it. Yeah. What I do think is that people don't care about that. Right? People don't care about that. They would ra- they're more interested in celebrity culture than they are. I mean like I think presidents are often elected due to celebrity culture, not because celebrities are endorsing, but uh, you know, whether it be Obama or Trump, both of them are celebrities in their own right, you know, and 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 you know, so I think that's just what people care about. I think that's just a sad state of things. Um, and but here's here's how we can link it to what we're actually going to talk about. I think a lot of times that celebrity culture has leaked over even into our uh, our sphere of worship and how we pick what churches we go to and what churches we watch. It is very driven by celebrity culture and celebrity pastors, and which takes us to the other big thing that dropped. Yeah. So um, look at that tie. Look at that. You did good. Oh, that was very good. It almost looks like you might had planned for that. I didn't actually. Oh, I'm well. I'm if impressed. I just keep talking, eventually I'll get where I'm going. There you go. Sometimes you start a sentence. I don't just, know where I'm going. <laughs> I was found along the way. Just like Kevin. Uh. Um. So this weekend, not just this weekend, for the last, um, it looks, it seems like some things happened last week, and then something happened yesterday as well. So, um, for those of you who don't know, Hillsong is a um church. Maybe. In Australia, they're kind of. They call themselves a church. Hillsong is a church in Australia. It was um, established in Australia, and one of their co-founders um, has stepped down. The son of the founder, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so, a pedophile. so they're calling him a, a co-founder. This guy. Yeah. Um, this is weird. 
Um, so Brian Houston is the guy who um, it broke last week that he, uh, you know, that he is facing criminal charges for hiding sex abuse that was caused by his father years yeah, ago. Yeah, who was a pedophile, right? So it's also come out that two Acu- women an have accused pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's also come out that two two women have also accused him of inappropriate behavior. Yeah, this is super strange. So, so I'm going to kind of, so let me give, give me a moment to just unpack it a little bit too, if you don't care. So I'm going to sit on the sidelines. So Brian Houston is the man who has, you know, last week was, um, who's now under criminal investigation and charges. So, um, the, there's a pastor from the New York city church, um, a part of Hillsong that's also under investigation for uh, charges that, or for accusations brought against him. And then um, Carl Lentz, or he's already gone, isn't he? I think he's already yeah. gone, yeah. And then um, also the Atlanta pastor of Hillsong also yes. resigned yesterday after the service because he did not want to be linked to the Hillsong name and be associated with the church, that church. So um, they have had a lot of... Um, a lot of stuff going on. So, um, so the allegations that um, that that Braun has been talking, you know, that Braun has been uh, looked at for criminal charges now is uh, about a, a rape um, from 2013. That happened with the pastor there, which would have been his dad from 2000, 2013 yeah. to 2014. Yeah. Um, it came to light in 2014, and I was reading an article that said that there was never an investigation done about it because it was said that the relationship was consensual um, and that both parties had um, consequences from it and that it was okay now. Yeah. Uh, Something to that effect. Like I had, I have a picture of the article. It says um, it was consensual and um, no, I lost it. That's not the thing. Uh, Let's let's do a little Rogan does. Hey, Jamie, can you, can you, oh, I thought you were going to bring it up and read those. Hey, Jamie, can you bring that up and can you read that? What's that? What's that Come article? On. Okay, give me a second. What? J- yeah, J- no, not <laughs> that one, Jamie. Not that one, Jamie. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yep. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, right there. What's that? What's that one say? What's that one say? <laughs> Shut up. I'm just. I I have a lot of feelings on this, so I'm staying on the sidelines. I'm waiting because I have many things and many mixed feelings. Sorry, I have a lot of um, I have a lot of searches up in Safari right now. <laughs> I've got GI Jane up because right, I was just researching it, and then I have the Southwestern Regional Jail from um, inma- inmate story. list up. That's a different yeah. story for a different time. So, uh, anyway, it, it was just saying that there was never an investigation by anybody because it was said that the relationship was consensual and everything like that. Um, but I think what was later found out too that she was also. Uh, uh, was she underage? Mine? Yeah, she was, she was underage. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so he's. So that don't matter. That, that didn't matter, consensual. but it was consensual. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Um, so the topic that we're going to talk about today is moral fa- failure inside of the church. Uh, yeah. In the church. Um, yeah. I think abuse inside the church, uh, especially sexual abuse, has been going on forever. Yeah, this is not a Hillsong issue. This is not a Hillsong issue. It's a sin issue, yeah. um, and it's not something that um, that has this just like popped up in the last fifteen twenty years. Right. Um, it's something that's been going on forever. Um, I don't think we necessarily hear about these sorts of things locally. Uh, you know, the worst the worst it's that true. you hear is maybe an affair. You know, with choir leader or something. Yeah, so it's it's right. It's uh, not which that there's not which sexual, is still not okay. You know, right. I'm laughing, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's not that there's sexual misconduct. 
Well, you're laughing because <laughs> who's who's cheating with a choir leader or director? I mean, come on now. <laughs> oh, you're like you're like there's a real case actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just making stuff up over here. <laughs> but my point is this. My point is is that that I think that uh, I think that this isn't a Hillsong issue. I do think it's a. So you saw this with Ravi Zacharias, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing, right? Not not a man that I would theologically be in the same camp, but like. You know, I didn't. I mean, he was he was a Christian, claimed to be, and and um, advocated for. Uh, so I look at it. And I, I don't think this is a. Um, I do. I do happen to think this is a, a big megachurch problem. Not that this. Okay, let me phrase. The the massive cover ups that happen. Yes. Right. Usually fall into larger organizations, whether yes. it be the Catholic Church. That's an, uh, or let's say you know Hillsong or. Big, you know, Zachariah, yeah, ministries. Now, that's not to say sexual issues don't happen at a local level. They do. But it's usually it's any time where a pastor uh, or a leader feels as if they, um, in, entitled may be the wrong word. Inconvincible. They're, they're, they're in, yeah, they're invincible. You're right? invincible. They're, 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 they're inconvincible. Um, but, but yeah, <laughs> they're God. invincible. They're, with them at all. You, you, you have, you, they're, that they are, they are not such a... a <laughs> It's a it's a power thing, right? It it's, is. It's, it's about authority and power, right? And, and it goes like, unchecked. There's no accountability. Feeling like they're untouchable, yeah. Like the, like the the dude from Hillsong, Brian Houston, right? There's yeah. a there's two stories, and where he one of them, um, one of them he was covering up not just for his dad but another guy as well, um, but one of them like he ended up in some girl's hotel room for forty minutes. And his excuse was, and I'm, and I'm, I'm you're gonna hear me laughing only because like, I can't imagine. Like I was saying, we we're talking about it at staff meeting, like. If Will had come up with this excuse, like we'd all be like, "That's not an excuse." Like, what are you talking about? But it was, it was. Oh man, I was re. I had had way too much alcohol, and I took way too many pills, and the two didn't mix well. Next thing you know, it, I can't find my pants, and I'm in this person's room. Like, like that's not an excuse. Yeah. And the way that they handled it too, which was, it is. This person found themselves in a really bad situation. <laughs> yeah, Wait, they're the victim of a bad yeah, situation. They I'm like, made no. it sound like they were the victim of. Right? What no, happened. you yeah. you are the predator. Yeah, and and no, you we are not to feel bad for you. Um, and so that I think it's the way they've dealt with it. I watched their um, you know, the way they're they had like a business meeting, and they had this um, uh, I don't know what he looks like. He's just he's their new pastor. It's a husband and wife, and I'm not sure who's who. <laughs> Okay. It's embarrassing. Like, it's embarrassing. He's embarrassing. Like, come on. Like, dress like he. He's like an eighty-year-old. He's not eighty, but he's like a sixty-year-old man dressing like he's fourteen. It's like, oh, okay. It's weird. I, I thought you were okay. Anyways, uh, no, no, no. He was. He's at this business meeting and he's and he's like lamenting the almost like Brian Houston is gone and like this is like Satan is trying to attack our church and I'm like. Stop that! Like almost like Stop in a that. defensive way, like he's yes. trying to to. Okay, so I so that's I you know that's kind of the direction I wanted to talk about. One, I wanted to talk about what moral fa- failure is um, in general, yeah. because it's not just uh, it's not just adultery and sexual misconduct and stuff no. like that. It it can be as well, as simple as gossip. This is pride. right, and and, and we're gonna, we're talking about gossip because I think Baker over lunch brought up a really good point. I don't I give Baker the credit, but really it was Marissa. But uh, uh, if you're listening, Marissa, we like you uh, a lot, so Marissa. It, but there, there is a. Um, I think this is a fruit of a deeper sin, uh, the sexual abuse and the cover up and things 
that uh, and, and you you see this by the way in scripture too, right? You see moral failings with David, you see it with Solomon, mm-hmm. you see it with all sorts of figures who forget um, that who you know who is their authority and and what is their purpose. Um, and so, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, so I I just wanted to like get a like an idea of what moral fa- failure is, you know. Um, so like we said, I, I just kind of wrote down some of the things and it, it's not limited to the things that I have written down. Um, but it's moral fa- failure usually lies within the leadership of the church. Yeah, typically. Uh, so everyone morally fails. Right. When someone talks about a moral, fa- moral failure, it's usually what disqualifies you from leadership. Right. So um, gossip, pride, inappropriate relationships, dishonesty, malicious d- dissension, adultery, major family issues that need address. And, you know, I, <laughs> as I was jotting these down today and prepping for it, I was like, man, there's so many churches that I know that probably should have had their leadership, like oh, someone in their leadership that should have stepped down because of major family issues that should have been addressed, you know. Listen, accountability at a leadership level is incredibly important. And it's so important, yeah. Yeah, the, and Will, I won't, Will had told me about a pastor that he was speaking to, and he, said, and he had asked him, like, do you have a plural eldership? And he said, yes. But what I say goes, and I'm like, well, then no, you don't, right? That's, yeah, that's cost. that's not healthy. Um, a a an equality, uh, 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 other pastors and other leaders to hold you accountable, other people in your life to hold you accountable, um, and luckily, and and I think that um, it doesn't just have to be. I, I think as pastors, we like I, Will is my pastor, James is my pastor, Patrick is my pastor, right? They, mm-hmm. if I'm out of line, they they will hold me accountable. And vice versa. But I also have people and friends in my life who I think would also do so. I think Phil Beatty, for example. Yeah. Um, I, I, honestly, I think Josh Tucker, who I mentioned earlier. I think I think Baker. I think there are people in my life uh, who would pull me aside and say, hey, you probably shouldn't say that. Or you shouldn't do that. Like, yeah. that's wrong. Because they're, they're friends, too. Yeah. And so they I think care having that is, yeah. is important. Yeah. No, that's good. So, you know, something that you had touched on earlier, you'd said, um, you'd said you know, that whenever they were doing like the the past the new pastor was like doing the lament or whatever he was doing in the interview like a lot of people use this scripture that all you know the scripture reference all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god and they use that in a defensive like justifying yeah, why they right. they've why they've committed the sin like hey you can't judge them yeah hey, i mean yeah. seriously they do yeah, i mean right. you know i can say that about me getting a speeding ticket because yeah. that's you know that's breaking the law breaking the law is technically a sin you know yeah. if you read the bible it's what it says no matter how bad i, I want to change it um, not even getting a ticket but you are still speeding even if you're not even getting a shut ticket. shut up baker <laughs> <laughs> um, yes i'm getting caught <laughs> you get three strikes today before you're sus- before you're expelled from the podcast um you're at one right now Um, But, you know, a lot of people, like, like that's another great example of misuse of Scripture, uh, because that's not what that means. Yeah. And it should not be taken out of context in that way as a justifiable excuse for why somebody sins, especially someone, especially someone who's in leadership, you know, who've, like, these people were voted in, like, people looked at them, they selected them, like, Mm -hmm. Brian Houston was selected. Yeah. As the the worship pastor, is he worship leader? Was that no, he what was he was? The head pastor. He was oh, the, he's the yeah, head pastor. Yeah. Okay, so there's something going on there, with the his, worship leader too, right? That's Joe, his son. But oh, I don't know See, what's I don't going even, on with Joe. Okay. I don't, there is a worship leader that has an issue. Yeah. Okay, so I, I don't know so, if that's Joe though. 
I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. It's somebody else, and I probably probably should have written his name down. But um, so, you know. I think I think a lot of times, and we we do see this locally, and you know, or at least I have in some of the churches that we've been around. Like they will use that passage of scripture as a justifiable, defensive yeah. way to justify somebody's sin, but that doesn't excuse them from the sin. You know, there are consequences for all of us mm-hmm. for the sin we for the sin we have in our lives. I mean, there's always a consequence. It may not be an immediate consequence, but eventually comes, um, you know, the sin comes a lot and we have the consequence. So um, I wanted to talk about a little bit, you know, we, we kind of define what moral failure is within the church. So, you know, when, when something like this happens, you know, what, what does a church need to do? I mean, um, you talked about the importance of the plurality of elders and how, um, how important, you know, that's something that, you know, and I'm and I'm not behind the scenes like you all are and Will is. Obviously, I'm not uh, in a, any sort of like position in church, yeah. um, and don't work with the leadership team at all. Um, so, like, what when this does happen? Like, what like what actions need to be taken? Yeah, so I think you. I think um, so. If you're not sure if the allegations are true, right? Yeah, you, you have to like you. You, you at least ask person to step down. And you, I th- okay. I think. First off, transparency is always best. Yeah. Transparency with your congregation. Um, I think the more you hide things, the worst, right? That that it, yeah. that it is. But I think first off, the way you prevent it is you you make sure. Like I I, I meet with women, um, uh, oftentimes with counseling. So, but that's why we have microphone or microphones and what with uh, cameras. cameras. Thank you. That's the that's that technological word I'm looking for. Cameras and I record everything. Right. I record everything that is done or said. Um, for safety, not only me, but for everybody, right? Yeah. Um, so, so we re- we record those things, and you and you have accountability. There's usually someone else in the building. Right. Um, like That's smart. Yeah. So you prevent these things. Number one. Secondly, um, I think you when it ha- if it happens, you you deal with it. You don't hide it. Um, I think you probably have the person either step down and you whether it's away from their job or on suspension. Um, and if it's true, then you own it, you deal with the fallout and you, as a church, lament, repent and say, what culture did we create that allowed this to flourish? Yeah. And I mean, like we have, we as a church have had never that obviously, but we've had, we've made mistakes as a church, um, on, on buildings, right? Right. We've made mistakes on, uh, we, we've had issues in leadership that we had to publicly address, uh, and that's not comfortable. Um, and there were some people that were upset, but yeah. when you're open and when you're honest, uh, you know, you, there, I don't know, other, I don't know what other way to be. Um, you know, I, there's, so that was, uh, you know, I, one of the passages of scripture that I was thinking of is in Hebrews 12 verse 11. And it says, um, for the moment, all d- discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have held who have been trained by it. And, yeah. you know, like any, you know, like, and you could speak better. You all could speak better on this than I could, you know, like anything that has happened, like any decisions and actions that have, you know, have, that haven't been the right ones that we've had to come backtrack on and like yeah. regroup, refocus, like, uh, you know, you can see the fruits of that labor on it. It is painful. Sure. It is painful. Cause one, you have to swallow your pride and, um, you know, all the other things that are, uh, all the other things that are attached to that and say, Hey, I was wrong. And yeah, 
just be vulnerable and open everything about it. And, um, right, and 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 if and I think that most people obviously respect that to be able to say, "Hey, like we we did some things wrong, and we need to fix this." Because at the end of the day, if you're not doing that, then what you're trying to do is protect a brand. Right. right? Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to protect the New Heights brand. And, or the Hillsong brand, and versus, that, that's a huge thing. Yeah, that's a huge thing. So, you know, Baker, I wanted to, I wanted you to set in today, um, which you know you're always welcome because we have a fourth microphone apparently. So, um, <laughs> but now I wanted to kind of get your perspective on this. So, like, you know, um, I was talking before I came here. I was talking with uh, a girlfriend and coworker, and um, she asked me what the podcast was going to be on today because she knows that I usually come over and record. And I was telling her, and she's like, "Oh, isn't that a band?" she's like oh isn't that isn't hillsong a band and i was like you know um they do have a band and you know normally um you know normally their albums are live or whatever from their services so i wanted to talk to you like how does this especially specifically like from a worship perspective you know worship uh the worship team worship leader um is uh, as a member of of the leadership team of the church like knowing that like how does how did how do you think that affects Hillsong's ministry and music? I think it I think it greatly will too. Um, even for like churches like us singing their songs, I think it will. Yeah, I think it'll us. have a um, ripple yes, effect. You know, yesterday I thought about this in the service and before the service too, but we sang two of their songs yesterday. Yeah, and I was like, huh. Some songs I think. Um, are songs that should should be sung no matter yeah. what. Like "Oh, Praise the Name" is a song that, yeah. I mean, start to finish is a very biblical song that we uh, should sing. I want to I want to pause, and explain, wrote um, something real quick, which yeah. is the Hill Song because there's a lot of people that I, you had to kind of explain this to me because I have uh, yeah. big issues with Hill Song. You do Hill Song and and Bethel and all of these, but they buy the rights of songs, so that's why sometimes, yes. sometimes they have really good songs. And you're like, how on earth is that? It's because they buy the rights to them. And so, even though they didn't write them, it didn't come from them. They owned them. Oh, okay, and that's actually other really good. Yeah, leaders can come in to their thing and, and write songs with them, and like, oh, okay. they collaborate with people from like other churches. People like Passion can collaborate with people yeah. from. Yeah, so I, well, I their, didn't think about that. There's um, no reason. So for you me never to think really know either, right? Um, so that's the problem. There's some songs that we really and, like that, if I if I remember correctly, got bought out by like a church that I don't like. Yeah, so, so like you. you really like Drenched in Love? Drenched in Love! Yes. Sorry. And then next thing you know, Bethel released it. He's yeah, like, they, they bought the rights to this? it. And that's Here's like, our song yeah. for the day. And then like, see, people like Matt Redman, <laughs> who we would say is a biblical songwriter. Yeah. I love Matt Recently Redman. recorded a song with Bethel and released it on their last album. Gotcha, okay. And it's just like, sometimes these people will go be a part of churches that have very deep biblical convictions, but will go and record a song with the larger church because so remember where your thought was well ago because i have a do you remember where your thought was well ago you've already lost it when i interrupted you. you i'm so sorry when jeremy interrupted you have you already lost it i don't remember so, so we were talking about should does it change the way you do oh, this so you look at all songs. does it affect yes. you as a worship leader um, using their material so this is something jeremy and i talked about too um because of that too like the the moral failure of other churches would we go around saying that no matter what, if there's a moral failure in a church, we shouldn't sing their song? I would say looking at more of the biblical context of the song and how the church is. So because of the same sense, like it's what I mentioned to Jeremy was, we don't necessarily sing as many Morris Hill songs because our style of church and the style that our band different. is. 
But biblically, those songs are good. Yeah. But would I say that, oh, we can't sing these songs because they came from Mars Hill? Right. Or because there was a failure of the, a leader in a church, we can't sing those songs. Right. So Hillsong is a different because of the doctrine the church has had. Obviously, Jeremy and I have had many conversations about this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, an earlier episode that you guys, the three of you all did, Will was included in it. Um, mm-hmm. you, we talked about the the ministry of music and uh, different worship styles and things like that. And you actually discussed this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something that I thought was really interesting because one of you all bad mouth Francesca Bastelli, and I still it was Will, I think. Or well, no, I have it no was clue. You who, or Will? I have no clue. I still, have hard, I still have hard feelings about it, but I can't well, recall it was who Will, it was. So sure. I'll still be mad. Was it ripped in the rips in her jeans and something? Yeah. Oh, I don't. That song. No, we were talking about Holy Spirit. Holy, oh, Spirit, Holy Spirit, you were welcome oh, here. That was me. It was you. Yeah. It was you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that I said the, the song, now out, that I know you're the like, song. why did they need to welcome the Holy Spirit? Yeah, you don't need to welcome. He's already here. Um. No, so we so this so if you want a little more information, like you all did talk about this, yes. I don't think you. Um, I think you talked about Bethel and probably we did talk about Hillsong uh, and Hillsong, yeah, but uh, but uh, Mars Hill wasn't included was in that not. talk, I don't believe. But you know, um, <coughs> but Mars Hill is another church. So they have had um, you know this big controversy blow up in the last five years, five ten years, yeah. uh, with Mark Driscoll and everything. But um, it's it's the celebrity pastor. It stuff. is, yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it is, um, and that's such a toxic. scary thing um i I think the model of the uh multi-site big pastor celebrity pastor um hopefully that hopefully that falls and so and this is uh, so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna challenge not challenge you but uh so you said multi-site the multi-site, the way they do it, yeah. Okay, so, so the multi-site, the way that we had multi-site set up is was not that Will was defi- like if we were playing Will's face over the screen, right? That's okay. Right, okay. where there's where you create the one celebrity pastor, right? And that's what these churches do, like right. um, even Saddleback Church, yeah, does that don't too. Like that um, you don't uh, like Rick Warren? No, I don't. Oh, yeah, he seems like an nice mm-hmm. guy. He may be a very nice man. I don't mean that. <laughs> I don't mean that. I don't like him personally, but doctrinally, no, I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of Saddleback, but. They they have some cute kids videos, oh, with uh, like little sock no little paper. They do. Bags. We use those. Didn't we? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. they're they're not bad actually. Hey, where's your cup at? Baker um, and I have our cup today. Yeah. Oh, I got mine right cup. from our no the no, ones that the I ones got you off. Oh, of I, I just noticed it cost me and him both have yeah. been raising our coffee so, mug up talking. <laughs> <laughs> so one <clears throat> one of the uh, one of my where I feel this tension right is I happen to think Hillsong. And I represent one of only four pastors, so I'm saying I don't. No, I I think Will would agree with me, um, but I, I I think Hillsong is a dangerous entity, uh, and I think that they teach a false gospel, and I think the way they exposit scripture is deeply dangerous. Um, and so a part of me is like, okay, so I understand this. I have this dichotomy within me, right? Whereas this, the struggle, cause I'm, I, I want to be careful not to dance on the grave of Hillsong and be like, ha ha ha. Oh, y'all suck. And I knew it all along. Like, but, but a part of me, you sound like wants, a family member at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> part, I, I do want to see Hillsong fall because I think they teach something unhealthy and yeah. understand if, if I, you know, if I think someone's teaching a false gospel, uh, then, and, and I listen, a, I've listened to a lot of sermons by them here of recent because I think I've needed to, and especially their new pastors, husband and wife, whatever I can't remember their names, but um, it's horrible. 
it's absolutely horrible. It's horrific, and it is it is truly when I say anti-gospel, it is. So I say all that, and so I'm happy they fall. While at the same, just like I think Mark Driscoll needed to fall, mm-hmm. there needs to be a humility that enters into the scene, mm-hmm. and and anything that's dangerous to the kingdom needs to needs to be out. Right. So, with that being said, uh, I think Baker and Marissa brought up a really interesting point. Um, and I, I wanted to share that, but there's, there's a part of me where I'm like, I don't want false teachers and which I put Brian Houston in, um, uh, uh, influencing genuine Christians. Yeah. And I think he does. Yeah. And so part of me is like, okay, false teacher. Okay, good. You've been exposed. Get right. out. Now the difference where this can become gossip versus happy that there's correction and then just pure nastiness. I'm happy that someone's failing, and yeah. I'll let you explain mm-hmm. that because you. So, I don't want to steal your thunder. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, we talked about this a lot yesterday. Um, just even after church, we were talking about this before we even mentioned doing this podcast. She was at church. Yeah, she was oh, here. Oh, Mister. And uh, so we're discussing what kind of borderline the aspect of talking about all the moral failure in Hillsong is between gossip or growth, really. Yeah. And I I was saying that, like, for me, as a leader, it's good to see it and grow from it and learn from it. Yeah. And, but at the same time, if you're just sitting there and watching this implosion, I would say. Of, and not taking anything yeah, from it. And just be like, kind of and like how Jeremy was saying. Like oh, you're just kind of sitting here and Yeah, and like, let's look at his song fall. Right. Kind of like how Jeremy was That's saying. borderline gossip. I mean, that's, yes. and that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. Like, gossip falls into that category as mm-hmm. well as moral failures of the church. Um, so I wanted to kind of touch back on what you said. You, you were talking earlier about how um, you thought it was okay because, you know, a, several of these play mm-hmm. these group songs are that are i mean they've just got gospel written all in them mm-hmm. so like do you have a pro and and you can't really tell like who wrote them if it was somebody who is is the accused you know what i mean you can't really tell who it is that actually you can oh you can it's okay pu- so it should be public knowledge what can be Okay, well, I don't really care about that. But all the songs. At least I can I don't look really at that care about that specifically now. And so, like, as as a worship leader who decides week to week, like you know, what worship songs are going to be included, like, mm-hmm. do you have any like conviction? Like, you know, you said you kind of hesitated yesterday. Like, do you have any conviction using their songs, knowing that like buying the copyright or even like listen buying the song on Apple Music mm-hmm. or you know whatever like platform of music you listen on like should there be like some sort of like conviction in for christians like so because when you purchase that song or yes. purchase the yes. rights to it you do support that mm-hmm. ministry you are. the money is it's going through ccli the christian copyright yeah. license but then it's distributed directly to those to those people yeah from that yeah and so uh, by buying their multi-tracks by buying their songs itunes streaming their music yeah. whatever it is like they're getting it's not going you know like tons and tons to them but yeah. they are getting money for they're, it. yeah they're profiting from yes. it even yeah. if it's in small amounts point, yeah yes. per song meanwhile yeah. like if we put a song in there there's there, yeah you're no not profit. getting nothing from it pat on the back's all you're getting <laughs> yep yeah, so so, so Jeremy, as a as a pastor like what like all right like so. do you think there should be <laughs> conviction in our oh yeah 
Yeah. Um, so songs are a form of they're, okay. So they're not expositing style of teaching, right? But they are a type of teaching, and they're teaching something. Um, and so I think there is the first part of it, which is you're turning people to a, a group that is dangerous, just like we wouldn't sing a song by by Mormons. Um, right. Even if it's a really well, good song. You know, in the mm-hmm. last podcast that you all talked about music, like we talked about the um, one singer who stepped down because he said he didn't believe in God. Right. The, yeah. Um, well, there's a... I can't remember. From Bet- Bethel? Mm. Well, not even... Maybe, I don't know. There's him. What's was. the hymn written by the atheist? Will, no, it's like his favorite It is song. Well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is Will. It is Well, yeah. So, like, like take that song. Like, I, it's crazy is that it, an atheist... Is it, is uh, it how great the, there are? I don't know. I mean, either. it is well. I, I mean, no it. matter which one it is, like either it's one, insane. Yeah, it's it, both are wonderful. It is well, I think it was the was written by the guy. His family died while he was on a boat. Yes, that you're right. Yep. Yep. A pirate? Mm. No. Oh. No. Possibly, but no. <laughs> We're in peace. <laughs> Listen, I like pirate songs. So if a pirate writes a a, a a Christian song or a worship song, I'd I'd buy it. But um, so yeah, I do. I do think we have we should have convictions, and I think we need to be very weary. And now here's the thing: I'm not a tyrant, right? And I don't. I think, and I think there's a reality of, and I and I struggle with this, admittedly. Um, if I if I were a tyrant, you know, I might put dig my feet in the sand and say, no, I want everyone to have the same preferences as I do. Now we look. Baker will give us the songs, um, and say, hey, what do you all think? Uh, and there are some songs in which we go, not that Baker has ever picked a song that I think is heretical, um, but there may be songs that I'm like, you know, I don't like that one. Um, or, uh, and so we, we filter songs, and he has done a phenomenal job. Because I want to say we used to only sing like Hill Song. It was only Elevation Hill Song Bethel. That was pretty much about it. it. And and there's a reality. And Baker has, again, so I'm not a tyrant. So if it, if it were me, if I was like, I'm going to be a tyrant and I'm going to press a button, I'd say, okay, let's sing, let's try, and, and this is very hard. Baker and I are working on this. <laughs> Take, let's just sing the Psalms out of the Bible. Not that I think that's the only way it can be. I'm not at what's called an exclusive psalmist, but uh, or believe in exclusive psalmody. But but I do. I think it's a. I think it's a wise thing to to sing scripture. I think we should sing scripture, and we do. Um, or I say, let's sing. You know, let's sing hymns. Um, not because I'm like against the old drums or anything like that. Actually, modernizing them is what I like to do. Yeah. But uh, I realize that's that's my preference, and I don't. And I can't. I'm not gonna try to make everyone have my own musical preference, right? That's not. I don't think that's the way to go. Um, Do you want the uh, the quick devil's advocate? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go. come on, Veggie. The devil. What about, what about the, the? Yeah, you. you the devil needs no advocate. Ah, yeah. there's your classic line. Will's classic line, but he's not here. He's too sick to be here with 101 degrees. All right, well. come on, we but, gotta wrap it up soon, y'all. Um, Settle down. What about the Psalms David wrote? Yeah, we could sing those. Is that what you're... Yeah. I was just putting that in. But like, that's the thing. Like, well, because... The, I mean, that that kind of goes in the same category, what we're kind of talking I about. David... Mean, mean, right. He was, but, a, he was a sinner, had some... Yeah. 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 No, obviously, I would... I would where I would... Right. Obviously, yeah. these are these. this is the word obviously. of the Lord. Um, and I'm I'm okay with... I like being creative. And I do think there's something cool about being creative when it comes to taking the, the word of the Lord and... Saying okay, let's put let's let's t- like when we write songs. Baker and I like to write songs together. We don't get to do it very much, but when we do, it's very biblical. I mm-hmm. mean, it's 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 scripture or it's narrative about scripture. And there's something what I think God made us to be creative. I mean, I I would I would like to say that the the only the, we can't make new hymns. We right. can only sing the old hymns. 
creativity stopped in 1630, you know? That's silly. Um, so I, with, with that being said, I, I do think we have to be careful, and I know that we are going that way. We've I think Baker's done has come a lo- like, I mean, I, I just, yeah, the fact that we only used to sing three churches who I, I have, you know, I find embarrassing, but, uh, and don't really consider them churches, at least not ones that promote Jesus. Yeah. So, oh, I know we're getting close to like being, being. But we just scratched the surface, well, Heather. Well, I, I have a, we have, we've just scratched the surface because I would love to ask about the passage and uh, the, what Paul says in Philippians one, we're studying Philippians in our women's Bible study. And he says, you know, he says something to the effect, like, even those who have done this, like, um, Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. he he's still rejoicing <laughs> anyway because the God, you know, like Who are Jesus, preaching Jesus right, out of self still pre- Yeah, yeah. Rivalry. So, um, so I'm curious. Do you feel the same way with this? Uh, no, because uh, I don't think they're preaching Jesus. No, I'm I'm like you know continuing going forward. They put out a new album. Oh, you, okay, with their music or with their church? Both. I mean, because the worship leader has. Yeah, so I don't too, know as so much about the worship leader. I, yeah, I don't either. I, I would say this. I think the song. I, I am. I would prefer not to do Hillsong. I have. I'm okay moving away from Hillsong, which we are. I, I don't mind looking at songs that are very that are really rich in scripture. That some of them have been. There's one song that's straight from Numbers that Stephen Verdict wrote, and I hate the that blessing. he wrote it. Right. I mean, it's it's a number. It is. It's just a passage out of Numbers. And I can't. It drives me nuts, and I hate to admit it. Like I'm like, all right, that's a that's a that's a pretty good song. Um, but uh, but as far as the church is concerned, I don't see them in the same vein of their preaching on a rivalry uh, because they're not. I, I or anything like that because I don't think yeah, they're preaching yeah. Jesus. So yeah. But so, I, will say, I say this: the the big one of the biggest issues, and I've seen a lot some people broken hearted over what's happened to. Brian Houston, and listen, I, part of me was brokenhearted with what happened with like Mark Driscoll. I like, give you an example of someone who I looked up to once upon a time. Um, I will say this. Uh, one of my favorite things I ever did in church history, uh, it was probably the biggest influential class in seminary for me, was church history. And it, and it shows you that you never, ever exalt a man because whoever it is, they have moral failings at some degree and they will fail you. Uh, whether that be Martin Luther John Calvin, Augustine, uh, someone's wrong. They're, you know, like these people, like what, whoever it is, right? Um, they, no man should be exalted and worshipped uh, or held to such a high degree that when they fail, um, your faith crumbles. Yeah, that's good. And, and so I think that's I think that's just another and lesson. That's, that's a great example of things that have happened at Mars Hills. And, oh, cro- and Mars yeah, Hill across and across. All of these Christendom, <laughs> pseudo Christendom, right? This, this, yeah. yeah, people that were exalted and, yeah. All right, so we know we have just touched the surface on this, and we've ran out of time. We talked too much about whatever we talked about in the beginning, uh, the Will Smith thing. It all ties in, man. Kind of does, kind of don't. It's um, a big magic. slap in the face, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good baking. Hey, listen, He's the best thing that's come out of the Will Smith thing are the oh, memes. God, the memes are phenomenal. They oh, are. I'd say so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My favorite ones, you know, Impractical Jokers? Yeah. So the, my favorite one is the Impractical Jokers guys, and they're going, all right, Will Smith, smack Chris Rock That's in good. the face. And then it shows it, and then it shows all the guys, like, cracking up yeah. at the bottom. That's, That's my favorite good. one. 
Okay. Well, Baker, thank you so much. Yeah, um, I really seriously. wanted you to be involved in today's episode I, just because of the Hillsong's worship team. And so, you know, I guess I'm really glad Will couldn't be here today. Um, Amen. Amen. You know, He's big cold. His okay. jelly bean overdose. Listen, I, I want to I say, <laughs> oh I walked out while you were getting coffee, but I was really... Ex- I wasn't getting coffee. While I was getting coffee. He I'm got sorry. coffee. I got coffee and walked out while he was talking. But I really do. I know what you had said to me at uh, as we were eating Mexican with Jerica, and I want you to know that I really. <laughs> <laughs> She's our waitress every single time. Who, by every the way, time. I don't. I didn't every mention time. this So, well, quick yeah. little story. This is great. Yeah, Maddox oh asked gosh, if this was his girlfriend. Up. If this was his girlfriend, oh. this is the same woman, by the way, today who Goodness. called him a cute little man oh, one other time, gosh. and this time asked if she could touch his belly. Goodness. <laughs> At Taco Bell you didn't or think, at the no, Mexican not Taco restaurant? Bell, the Meepo oh, Pitos. Meepo. Hey, so you didn't, I, I didn't want you to think that I didn't well, notice or wasn't Now you've just up. created a lot of awkwardness between him and Marissa because she's going to listen to this. Listen, listen know to this. Hey, some, listen, Marissa. Some lady down your, the road trying your to Your man looked at her touch. and said, absolutely not. No. No. Good he was baking. Baker was highly uncomfortable. He didn't say no, but he was. it was like, oh, gosh, what? I was like, uh, what? Because you want me to touch your belly? Oh, my God. I was like, I wasn't. Going to eat the so rest strange. of the food. She was like, I was so proud you, of us. Are you done with this? Not, I'm like, yes. For not doing this. And then this happened. Uh, okay. I, I was just saying, I really like what you said about the difference between gossiping. Yes, yes. yes. And, and you know, the, what was the documentary you. you oh, so I didn't even get to mention this. Yeah, Hillsong we didn't has a documentary. So the last before little detail. Yeah. yeah. Before we leave. So we have the documentary about Hillsong that's been released. Yeah. Which. It's on Discovery, right? On oh, Discovery. Discovery, yeah. Now, all it. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but it appears to be just like shining the light and exposing and not really pushing you to grow. Meanwhile, American gospel does a lot of exposing itself, but the whole core of it is pushing you to grow mm, in good, your yeah. faith, grow in your church and just not overall just gossip growth. And spread, not just yeah, gossip. Yeah. Continue. It's not American gossip. It's American gospel. So like what I love, I love it. Cause he's right. Like if there was this thing on discovery, which is probably I'm assuming by non-Christians, and so it's it's making first off it's presenting this as Christendom, mm-hmm. um, which is not true, and then it's cra- crushing it, which is okay ex- if it was showing you what real mm-hmm. Christianity was. And I, he pointed this out, and I was like, dude, that's so that's so rich. Yeah, and you know we have we have just scratched the surface because this you've got to go. Um, so you know if you if you have questions about. All this is going on, you know, obviously we don't want to get to the point where we are gossiping either. Um, yeah. And I don't think anything that we've said today is Unless we were gossiping, gossiping about our Mexican experience. Uh, Jeremy. I wasn't <clears> gossiping. <throat> I'll tell you what happened. I mean, you, you told me, me the raunchy details of it. So it kind of <laughs> is. The raunchy details. Um, so if you do have questions, Jerica, submit it uh, on our app. Um, you know, we can do it through the podcast. Um, the next few episodes that we're going to do are going to be on church hurt and church burnout. If you have questions about that, please submit those through the app as well. Um, thanks for listening today, and we'll see you next week. Only we won't see you. Why do I always say that? <laughs> I knew that you were going to end it. I can it tell you're like. It bothers me that I say that. All right. Shut it off. Shut us down. Get us out of here.